Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey guys, I want to tell you about a new show that I think that you'll love. People Magazine's People Every Day. It's hosted by editor-at-large Janine Rubinstein and People Every Day is a mix of the most popular celebrity and inspirational human interest stories mixed with entertainment news, exclusive interviews, and feature stories. From unpacking Britney Spears' conservatorship and culture scandals to interviews with stars like Julianne Moore, The Rock, Chelsea Clinton, and more. People Every Day is your daily dose of pop culture and what makes us human. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Lauren Interviews, formerly Red Carpet Rendezvous. I don't know how long I'm going to keep saying formerly known as, so you know what? Just deal with it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, quickly, I want to give a shout out to the Dexter reboot that launched on Showtime this past Sunday. Dude, Dexter was literally my all-time favorite show um, way back in the day. And I was seriously disappointed with the series finale when it aired. Um, I don't know what you guys thought about it, but I thought it was a serious cop-out on Dexter's part when he just peaced out from his love, Hannah McKay, and his new son. So anyway, I was thrilled when they announced the reboot of the Dexter Morgan saga. So Dexter's always been corny, um, but it's just so entertaining. So we just forgive the corny writing. But the first episode did not disappoint. So you, if you haven't seen it, go watch it on demand. Um, anyway, I have a musician today, Albert Bouchard from the band Blue Oyster Cult. And I know what you're thinking, Lauren. You're cheating on your favorites, pop culture uh, or pop music, I should say, and boy bands um, and Britney Spears. But guys, I'm evolving here. Okay, this podcast is evolving. And who does it love? Burn and for you. Um, and actually, now that I think about it, I've had a few musicians on, like Constantine, um, Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees. Okay, I guess I'm I'm on brand. Um, <laughs> boy band pop culture. So no, I had Cassidy Pope as well. Uh, she's a country singer. So anyway, Albert Bouchard was so sweet. He's 74 years old. I had no idea. Um, he took a lot of time off from Blue Oyster Cult's I think like literally almost 20 years before he kind of rejoined the band. And he tells me in the interview that he got kicked out of the band, which is crazy. Um, I also brought up, I don't know if you remember, but the whole SNL skit, More Cowbell with Christopher Walken. I mean, he gets paid every time that airs. That was Blue Oyster Cult. I didn't remember until my husband uh, reminded me. So anyway, Albert's promoting the recent release of his second single on his album um, that just came out. And the single's called Independence Day. The album is called bombs over Germany. So I'm going to shut up and play my interview with Albert Bouchard. Hi, Albert. Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm, I'm very good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm way too excited to talk to you. Are you excited to talk to me or what? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Oh, good. Am. Oh, good. Because I, you know, I have a lot of random questions that I want to ask you and I just want to get to the bottom of. Um, now, first and foremost, most, excuse me, congratulations um, on your second single. That's so exciting. Ah, well, thank you. You are welcome. I chose this one for the second one because I'm not singing on it. This is my brother, Joe, who, ah. uh, who uh, graciously uh, helped me write the song because uh, this is one of the songs that was not finished 
it was originally intended for Imaginos 2, you know, by Sandy and myself, and mm-hmm. uh, we never finished it. So uh, Joe helped me uh, finish writing it, and then he said, you know what, I want to give a shot to the vocal. And I said, right. okay, that's cool, you know, and he he did it, and uh, I said, great. And he said, oh, and by, by the way, I put new drums, <laughs> a bass <laughs> part, and uh, all new guitars. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's good. And some trumpets. I'm like, oh, trumpets, great. So uh, I listened to it and I said, uh, listen, I'm going to replace your drums if that's okay. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I figured you would. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So you're yeah, so good. Yeah. You're so humble. You're like, because my brother is singing in the second single, I like it better, basically. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, so why why should we all listen to this album? What's new about it? What's What's the same about it? What's going on? Okay, so a lot of the songs are songs that were recorded previously by Blue Oyster Cult. Really, most of the songs are from the what the 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 Uber fans call the black and white period, mm. which is the first three records. So, and those many people, it's the most popular uh, group of records that Blue Oyster Cult has done. So, okay. I mean, you know, the ones that, you know, that were into it before we sold out with Don't Fear the Reaper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so, you know, because, you know, how it is, you know, when a, there's a, a band that a lot of people like, but they're not really super popular. And then they have that one hit and everybody's like, oh, they sold out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I don't think that we, you know, when, when Reaper was written, it was never thought that it was going to be a hit. It was just going to be a cool song. Or a new record, you know? Yeah. Hold on. You dropped so, out a little bit. So, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Turned, just turned, get a little, get a little turned, closer to your phone, babe. Yeah. Yeah. No, they turned on the heat and I was trying to take off my hoodie. Oh, where are you by the way? <laughs> I'm in Manhattan. I'm in. Oh uh, my gosh. Me too. On upper West side. Um, upper west my daughter goes to school there i'm upper east Uh i just Uh i figured you were like in paris somewhere just like i don't know smoking (laughs) a really um fancy cigarette and i don't know what i had like with like a i don't know why i thought that with a glass of nice scotch in the other hand (laughs) yeah yeah having a a nice glass of cabernet you know in the morning yeah, so I, that's how I picture you. But I pictured it was Paris, right? So you'd be like five hours ahead. So you know what, Albert, give give yeah, me a break. Um, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So it's funny because that, you know, that is an amazing song by Blue Oyster Cult. Now, something I was yeah. wondering, and this is just so random, but you know, the SNL skit, the more cowbell. I mean, that right. was yeah so funny and that was so popular. I mean, did you guys like make any money off of that? I, I always wondered that. I I don't know. I think so. Yeah, I think that every time they play it, they have to pay. Well, they pay you guys, pay, right? You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. different revenue streams. I don't, you know, I don't really understand it. You know, I'm I'm shielded from that. I think that I I'm grateful that I don't have to think about it too much because I can concentrate on music, which is yeah. a lot more fun than money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, because they started off playing your song and then I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's just so funny because it's literally one of the most popular SNL skits to to have ever been made. That is true. That is that's what I hear. Yeah. Wait, did you even see it? 
Well, oh yeah, yeah, I've seen okay. it. Yeah, of course, I've seen it. I've seen it dozens of times, and and every time I see it, I still laugh. Okay, it's good. Great. What okay, great so skill. you have a good you have a good sense of humor. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. You know, okay. I you know, I I loved SNL when they first came out, and then it went through like this kind of dry period, you know, where it wasn't that funny, you know, with the yes. Chevy Chase and all of that stuff, you know, once. Belushi and, and Aykroyd left, it seemed like there was, you know, they were just trying to, to, to catch up, but, uh, Oh, you're going, you're going was, way back. Okay. Yeah. That skit was like, wow. Okay. This new team is really, you know, you know, when, uh, Will Ferrell yeah. got there, it, it, he injected a lot of, uh, great stuff in, in, uh, the yes. show you know yes so, that's uh, funny you say that yeah. okay i you definitely you definitely dated way back i was thinking i was like okay well the will ferrell chris Catan, they were good um but my favorite snl was like chris farley adam sandler norm mcdonald that was my favorite which was right oh, before yeah, yeah. yeah okay yep 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 they were yeah. good yeah but right. you know so, I, um, go ahead yeah well anyway so they hit gold when they when they wrote when Will Ferrell wrote that skit, you know, because and and I heard that it, it wasn't working and and in uh, rehearsals, you know, I know some of the people that work on yeah know, work the show, and they were like, yeah, it just didn't seem to work. And then when they got before the live audience, it was it was magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it really was magic. And John Voight was just was it John Voight or was it Christopher Walken? I don't even remember at this point. Um, oh, it's Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. Christopher okay, Christopher I get those Walken two confused. The Bruce Dickinson. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, it's great. And so there is yeah. there's that I wanted to ask you about. And then I wanted to ask you, do you know how many movies Burnin' for You is in? I tried to look this up. No. Uh, don't know off the top of your head. Okay. Not as many as Don't Fear the Reaper. Don't yeah, Fear the that's Reaper. true. So okay. Many, so many movies and TV shows and all kinds of stuff, you know. I mean, so, uh, it's yeah. just funny that I feel like God works in funny ways too, because, you know, uh, I'm interviewing you today. And like last week, for example, I rewatched the cowbell skit and then I was working out and, um, the Reaper song came on and the instructor was like, if you can tell me what horror movie this is from, like you are the winner. And so I was like, well, there's a lot. You can't just name one. But the one that I named was The Stand. I don't know if you remember that, the Stephen King one. Yes. Okay. Yes, of course. Yes, yes. So that was a big one for me. They were looking for Halloween, Mm -hmm. the original, because that was the first time it was ever used in a movie. Oh, so, wait, that was John, John Carpenter. Yeah. Oh, um, I didn't yeah. even know they that. Use, they used the instrumental section. There was no vocal. Oh, uh, so, OK. Yeah. Got it. Um, yeah. But no, I and felt I really think- cool because I knew it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm like, I'm obsessed with this song. <laughs> and um, there's this other movie that I watched. Uh, it was an independent film that Burning For You was in. And I just, oh my gosh, I fell in love with that song. And, you know, I'm I'm in my 30s, so it didn't exactly come out, uh, you know, when I was your audience, I guess, yeah, you know? Yeah, you were, you were not even born. <laughs> I, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> now, tell me the craziest shit that's ever happened to you on the road and do not hold back. Craziest. Uh, yeah. Craziest. Oh, wow. Well, Give me something good, um, Albert. 
I don't know. No, I don't want to go to the day I got kicked out. That's that's you got what? And I got kicked out of the band. You know, well, I I I didn't realize it at the time. They were like, "You, we just want you to get your shit together and go home and you know, kind of get your head on straight, you know, because you're acting crazy." So, uh, and that was a day that you know it was. I was very frustrated, and I was late for the show, and after the show. Uh, and my car, well, what happened was my car broke down. Oh. But then I had a friend come and he helped get it, get it running again. And I made it to the show, but I was late. So afterwards I went out and I smashed the car. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, you smashed, smashed the, the band's car. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, and then they kicked you out. It was a rental. It was a okay. rental. Okay. Um, wow. That's really funny. But why were you having such a bad day? Yeah. Do you remember like what was causing all this frustration? Uh, I think that it was really mounting up because I felt that, you know, we had just finished making uh, the uh, Fire of Unknown Origin, which Burning For You was the hit single from that mm-hmm. record. And yeah. so, uh, but before we went into the record, Everybody in the band was like, we're really getting tired. We don't want to make a record. You know, we're just bored with this whole thing. And yeah. Donald had a solo record that he was, that was coming out. And I was like, we have to do this record. You know, do, do we want to be just a one hit wonder? You know? Yeah. Like, well, we got Godzilla. I'm like, Godzilla is, you know, come on. It never <laughs> made the top, top 40 even, you know, right. it got up to 60 or something. It was, that was, that's how big a hit that was. So I was like, we got to get something better, you know? And, uh, and Donald had written, uh, burning for you, but I said, well, this song isn't good enough. You, you have to, you have to fix it up and mm. it's just not flashy enough. You know, it needs some flash. You know, he wanted to do it acoustic, you know, with acoustic guitar and just, you know, burn yeah. out the day, you know, it, you know, it was, it was not amped up. So he came in with an amped up version that, and I said, Oh, we got to do that. He was like, I want to use that for my solo record. And I said, you know what? You can put out your solo record and that put that record on. It will not be a hit. You put it out with Blue Oyster Cult. It will be a hit. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. You know, it's a pretty good, I said, of course it's a good song, but you need name recognition. Look at how many years it took us to have our first hit, you know, and that's a really good name point. Recognition. It's yeah, a really so, good point. Uh, um, a lot of so a lot of singers who go solo, <laughs> yeah, they don't make it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, how long yeah. uh, were you out of the band for? <laughs> for basically from eighty one to two thousand sixteen. Well, I mean, I never considered myself out of the band. You know, I right, kept right. putting out stuff that I had recorded with them, you know, older stuff. And, and they kept using my picture and the ads and all of this stuff. So I said, well, you know, you can do that. I'm not going to sue you for that because, you know, we never really ended our relationship. You know, I'm still right. on the contract. So, you know, as far as Columbia was concerned, I was still in the band. So uh, I took a long break from yeah. 81 to, uh, to 2016. What is that? What'd you do during that time? Well, I, I actually, I, uh, uh, went back to school and I got a teacher's license and I taught in uh, New York city public high school. You did? 
For 31 years, yeah. Wait, this, I'm, I'm literally shook by this right now. This is crazy. You went from like yeah. touring with Blue Oyster Cult and then you became a teacher. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I taught music, but I also taught, I taught out of license for, you know, it was a small uh, alternate, alternative high school. Mm. They, to, they called them alternative at the time when I was hired and then they called it transfer school and now I don't know what they call it you know it's just wow a, it's, it's just so funny because people but probably anyway. had no idea <laughs> I'm sure when the kids parents well, found my, out they were like oh my gosh well the students didn't know until the, the cowbell skit and then everybody knew and they oh wanted my gosh to perform, we actually performed the cowbell skit for the rest of the school so everybody knew Wait, that is so cool. I love that, Albert. Now, how can I ask you how old you are now? Do you mind? You don't have to answer. Uh, no, I'm, I'm 47. I mean, 74. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which is it? Which is it? I was like, you're not 47, no. are you? <laughs> yeah, no, no. 74. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Well, I really love talking to you. You are a total sweetheart. Yeah. Um, and I hope I bump into you someday on the street up or West side. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be great. You, and I'm, if you watch the marathon next year, I will be running. Oh, so, really? You, you know, just go out there to on first Avenue and, uh, you know, you can track me on your, your mobile app. Yeah. Okay. And, and I did. This year I did the, the virtual because I was supposed to, they guaranteed me entry into this year's marathon and yeah. then they had to cap it at 30,000. So oh, wow. uh, they said, well, you can run the virtual marathon and, and next year you can run the real marathon. So I, I did mean, the virtual marathon. You're literally amazing. Um, you're 74 and you're going to run the marathon and I am 37 and I only run if I'm being chased. So <laughs> Yeah, um, well, yeah, that's yeah, that's good for about a block or two. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't shake him after that, you're going to get caught, you know. Um, no, I won't. I'll hide. Okay, know. I'm really good at hiding. I'm a hide and seek connoisseur. So, um, <laughs> oh, okay, well, that's, yeah, that's Albert, good, well, congratulations. <laughs> no, congratulations on um, bombs over yes, Germany and your new single, yes. Independence Day, which is out now. I'm super stoked for you. Um, I'm telling everybody. Thank so thanks again. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Albert. Nice to meet you. Okay. Bye. Same here. Bye. Okay, guys, that was Albert Bouchard of Blue Oyster Cult. And what a sweetheart. He was literally such a sweet man. Um, I'm really glad I got to speak with him. And I listened to the song, and it's pretty good. His brother has a good voice. So anyway, um, if you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple. I'm pretty sure I just sniffed into the microphone, and I'm sorry if you guys heard that. Uh, and um, yeah, rate and subscribe on Apple and follow me, Lauren underscore interviews or Comlin underscore Lauren on Twitter. And yeah, until next time, thanks for listening.